Welcome back, everybody. It's Taco Tuesday! I'm Alex Padilla. I'm Alex Regla. Yo, welcome back, everybody. This is Taco Tuesday on an off-season Tuesday. Alex Padilla, at Alex Padilla, 86. And with me, as always, Alex Regla, at Alex M. Regla. Alex, how is your off-season treating you so far? It's going all right. Um, it's just extremely, extremely hot. And I know that's like an everyday thing in Los Angeles. But yeah. I, don't, I, as someone who's grown up here so long, I, I still get like surprised by, by how hot it gets over here. Well, at least it's not like Seattle and Portland hot. What's Seattle, what, what's Seattle, Portland hot? Oh, have you not heard about this? No. They just went through like the hottest heat wave of the Pacific Northwest history. Like it was 118 degrees Whoa. yesterday in Portland. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah I, I can only imagine for them. Like, do they even have shorts like in their wardrobe? Well, I know they don't have AC. That's for sure. <laughs> wow. So I've seen some TikToks about people complaining. It's like, hey, I know we only need AC like twice a year, but in those two days we don't have it, this sucks. Yeah, I did not hear of that. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I guess I think I can't it's over now. Them. I think it's in the 80s now, which is, I think, what it is in LA. But yeah, it's it was the Pacific Northwest was like on fire, dude. I mean, maybe it was just, uh, maybe everything's just going downhill after the whole Damian Lillard thing, maybe. Yeah, literally, literally, Damian Lillard, my goodness. We will get to, I'm sure, all of that coming up. I was in L.A. myself on Friday and Saturday. Um, I drove by Staples just to kind of, I think the Clippers weren't, they weren't there that night when I went on Friday, but it was just nice to see Staples Center again. Obviously, I didn't go in there at all last year, so... Um, that's just a side note. But anyways, so much to get to with the Lakers because no matter if they're playing, no matter if it's the offseason, they are always in the news, right? I mean, that's just the Lakers. If a player wants out, the Lakers can get them. If a player uh, is a free agent, the Lakers can get them. And then now this year, they're, they have, what, three players, four players under contract? So there's plenty of open space because you got Anthony Davis, you got LeBron James, you got Kyle Kuzma, you got KCP. Maybe Montrez if he opts in, which I'm not reading that that might happen. And that's it. That is the only Lakers on your team right now. Yeah, like it, it this could very much be another offseason where the, the roster looks completely different next year. And it feels like the last two seasons have kind of been like that. Um, or it could be one where they just resign everyone. Like those eggs interviews, a lot of people made it clear like they're fine running it back. They want to run it back. So. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised either way if this looks completely different or the same. And I think a lot of it may come down to like if there's any trades or not. Yeah, I think Ron Palinka said that his priority is to re-sign the players that they have now. So, you know, that's probably talking about Alex Caruso, mm-hmm. that who's an unrestricted free agent. And then you're ta- definitely talking about Taylor Horton Tucker, who's a restricted free agent, who we're going to focus on today. Because if you type in Lakers in Google... A very catchy headline from Eric Pincus of Bleacher Report. One Eastern Conference executive says Taylor Horn Tucker is a max contract player. Now, your first thoughts when you just read that. What do you think about Taylor Horn Tucker, a max contract <sighs> player? Uh, yeah, no, I. that's the thing. I always look at the source, like who's writing the article, and it's Eric Pincus who... I, I think is one of the most trustworthy uh, sources. I think he's kind of underrated because he does it 
break a lot of news. He just kind of casually throws in little like tidbits in his pieces, and they're almost always accurate and stuff like that. I am, I, I do wonder who, which team or executive that came from. Yeah. And I always like, I don't know if it's just like uh, pessimistic side or, or whatever, but I wonder if that's just the executive saying that to make the Lakers pay up or make them match a crazy offer for THT or something. Or, or you know what? Like, I'm sure a lot of teams around the league look at THT, his age, um, the potential he's shown, and think like, hey, maybe we can steal him away. Because like you said, he's a restricted free agent, meaning he could take offers from other teams. He can sign offers with other teams. The Lakers just have the ability to match those offers. But those other teams could be reading the tea leaves or looking at the Lakers and say, if we offer him a max or what his max is, is right now, which is different from like a, a other stars max, like then maybe the Lakers don't match it. So it, it's a interesting kind of uh, piece. And uh, right. well, in the context of the piece, the headline is not THT is a max guy. The headline is could the Lakers yeah. actually trade for Damian Lillard? which has been the topic of conversation here on this podcast uh, network that we won't need to get into because if you want to get into that, just go listen to the previous two episodes, which I highly suggest you do anyways. Um, So we won't get into that. That's the context of the article by Eric. So when you read this article, uh, LeBron, and there's a subsection, this is LeBron, AD, and Dame. Mm -hmm. And that's when he's talking about if the Lakers are going to trade for Damian Lillard, what would this package include? And obviously you would need actual players on your team or because the Lakers don't have very many picks to trade. I think they have two available first round picks this year's. And I believe 2027 is their next first round pick. They could technically trade because their 23 and 25 first round picks are contingent on the Pelicans and blah, mm-hmm. you know, that gets all confusing. Um, so that's where this, and for reference and context, that's where this comes from. And I'll just read it directly. At 20, he's only a year or two older than some of the top prospects, Kate Cunningham, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, and Jalen Suggs, in July's NBA draft. Quote, I'd max him out, an Eastern Conference executive said. But then if you keep, if you keep reading, uh, it tells you what he can earn, which is roughly uh, $83 million over the next four years, which we said already. And then there's another quote. Quote, he's a role player said a player agent. So Mm. it kind of like, I think Taylor Horn Tucker, when you're talking about what to give him, what he's worth, I think you're going to get these kinds of answers from Laker fans themselves. I don't think Taylor Horn Tucker, everybody will say he's a max guy. I I don't think that at all. I think it could be almost split down the middle. So I will ask you the question and then we'll go from there. If you are Rob Polinka, what kind of contract are you offering Taylor Horn Tucker? (laughs) A, how about this? A, to keep him and B, what is he realistically worth? That, yeah, that's the thing. Like, like another team could kind of poison pill him. They could throw a huge offer. They can offer him that max number and force the Lakers to match. It's just dependent on which team values him. Like, I, I think the Lakers value him more than a good majority of the rest of the league because they see him every day. Um, they drafted him. You know, they've put him in their summer in their summer league team and their South Bay team. So they know the type of player he is and what he could be going forward. So if the Lakers like decline to match an offer, I think that's probably good intel on what they think of him going forward. But at the same time, he was like, if you believe reports, he was the the piece that the Lakers held out in a Kyle Lowry trade that didn't like that forced that not to happen. So they obviously value him a lot. 
I just know, I don't know in terms of like a, a number, like a dollar amount. I'm not sure how much that is. I, I don't know about you. Like, w- I would be shocked he gets that max number. Would you? I would, I would 100% be shocked if he got that from the Lakers. For, I, I think from, from anyone. I, I think there's a little bit of like, smoke there. desperate teams out there, man. Okay. But I like, think what, what are they basing it off of is the thing. He's only yeah, played in like <laughs> 40 games, 50 games maybe. Yeah. It would be a difficult thing to say, um, like, what earned him that, because mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Post-All-Star break last year, he did average almost 11 points, maybe. That was, like, that was good. He did have some good stretches. In my opinion, I don't think he's a max player yet. If you do sign him to that contract, it's A, because you're scared somebody's going to offer him that, and then B, you're just signing potential. Yeah, and I think I think it was Kevin O'Connor. I'm not sure. And I think this was, like, earlier... This was like during um, like exhibition games, right? Um, I think he said that another ex- again. It's always other executives say, but it right. was another executive who said like if you put THT on like a lottery team, right, like a bad team, and just give him the ball, he'll average like twenty twenty five points a game. Right, like Kyle Kuzma was mm-hmm. really good on a bad Lakers team. So and, and you know what? Th- that's valuable. Like I know those may seem like empty stats, empty stats, but like those are twenty twenty five points a game on a guy who could probably be gotten for cheap. I don't think he's going to get anywhere near that max number. I mean, I could be wrong with that. But like as as you read that quote about his age in comparison to the guy's going to get drafted this year. He's mm-hmm. only 20 and he has a ton a ton of room to grow. Like he's already made improvements on his game and his body. So yeah, if you can kind of buy low on on a 20-year-old, I think a lot of teams will have interest. Yeah, in my opinion, as far as it comes to the Lakers, he's a role player. I don't think he's a max guy. And the problem that THT presents, in my opinion, to the Lakers is this. LeBron James is 36 years old. He's here for two years. So signing THT is more of a signing for the future than it is this upcoming year. Unless he has like a massive, massive... You know, junior year slump, I mean, growth, which I I don't know if it'll happen or not, but I kind of came to the realization when it came to Kyle Lowry when they didn't trade THT. Like, mm-hmm. you you can't build for the future when LeBron is on your team. I, I don't think that's a smart thing to do, especially at his age. You have AD locked up for four. You have LeBron locked up for two. You got to try and win now. That's that simple. So... Whatever the Lakers do with THT, whether it's to sign him and a sign in trade, is that is that possible? Yeah, yeah, that is possible. Yeah, so something like that, or just sign him to a smaller contract to to be a role player on this team, which I could clearly see and clearly love if they do that. But that's it. Like I don't know if you can expect THT to be anything other than a role player next year. Like has he shown signs of ability? Yes, but is he there yet? In my opinion, no. Yeah, and I think, like, when we say role player, and I, I get what you mean, like, we're not diminishing his skill. It's more he's on this Laker team in terms of who he would have to catapult to get into, like, the starting lineup or to be a starter. Like, that just seems kind of unlikely at this point. Um, that's why I, kind of, I would consider him, like, a role player, which, again, as a 20-year-old, to be a role player on a championship contender, that's enormous, yeah. um, especially I mean, given but- where he was drafted, too. Yeah, but let's also not forget, like, he didn't play in the Sun exactly. series. Like, he just didn't play, and it wasn't because he wasn't hurt. He just he wasn't there yet. 
and that's fine. Like you don't that, do that's that the to thing. a max guy. That's kind of where I, where that Eastern executive. I'm like, on, on what planet is that a max guy? Like where you where the coach like literally is not playing him as a coach's decision, a DNP coach's decision. I I, I think any any person who who is super high in THT is buying the potential more than what he is now. And I think he, he has shown like he's a legit rotation player, I think in terms of the regular season and stuff like that, like he has to clean things up um, in order to be playable in the playoffs. And like, I wasn't totally surprised he didn't like crack the rotation in the playoffs. Cause again, he's just too young. He missed his whole rookie season because he was either in some in the South Bay Lakers or he was injured and he missed summer league and he had a lot of up and downs that year. So this year really was his rookie season. Mm-hmm. And I can see why other teams would be like, hey, if we can get him for half of what he could be worth in a year or two, like I, look at that Zach Levine deal. Like they're two different players. But like that Zach Levine deal who they signed with the Bulls, people are saying that was super high at the time. And now he's going to get paid way more than that. He's an all-star now. Like, I think those are the types of bar- like gambles that lottery teams like Chicago, OKC. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if one of them does a throw a mo- money amount at them. But I-, I think it goes back to like how much do the Lakers value him mm-hmm. versus how much do other teams value him? Because they're holding him out of trades as of now. But like, a- as Eric Pincus wrote, like if they're going to try to get in on Lillard. It, that all depends on how how much people value THT. And I don't know how much that is. Right. So here's before we get to the whole trade possibility and Lillard and and freaking even Luca, whoever you want to throw into the Lakers trade possibility. Um, I think 100% of Laker fans would say they should resign THT. Yeah. Regardless of what you pay him, I think everybody on this team, obviously every every Laker fan, everybody that covers Lakers. They should definitely re-sign THT. Mm-hmm. I just think that needs to be said in case it wasn't clear. Because he has great value. He has been on this team. He has shown the upside. He has incredible... I think if, if you're talking about potential, I can't tell you another player. You're like, yo, this kid, he's 20 years old. He's not going to be 21 till end of November. This kid has massive potential. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say that because although I don't think he is worth a max contract... And although I don't really think he will even get an offer where the Lakers have to match a max contract, the Lakers should do everything they can to re-sign him. Absolutely. And, and as you mentioned earlier, they don't have a lot of draft picks going forward. They have a, they have quite a few second rounders, which they've hit on. Um, THT was a second rounder. Um, but in, just in terms of draft capital and youth, like, they yeah, they have Kuzma. It's 25. The, besides that, THT is their prospect he is their project he is their guy who they hope hits and he is really the only tradable trip they have outside of a first round pick this year so yeah they have to to, to retain him if yeah. nothing else just to have that asset down the line if they want to make a trade and uh, i know this offseason there'll be a lot of names that pop up but almost every, every single trade proposal or rumor out there is going to involve tht so, I'm assuming, yeah. like when you say this, this every trade proposal assumption or, or guess of what the Lakers can trade to get X player. Let's not even put a name to yeah. it; just an X player. Your 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 options are limited. Like I said, who's who's on the team? Who's signed right now? Kuzma, KCP, and if he opts in, Montrezl Harrell, and then you have two first round picks. That's it. 
unless you plan on trading LeBron or Anthony Davis, that those are your trade pieces at the moment as we sit here on Tuesday, June 29th. That's that's it feels like that's been the case for a few years now. It's like what did the Lakers have to trade? It's KCP, Kuzma, and a pick. That's basically it. So I they almost got that with Lowry. I, I people forget Toronto was asking for Kuzma, KCP, Dennis Schroeder, THT, and their first round pick. Now it's for Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. Like imagine what Portland's gonna be asking for Damian Lillard. It was also in season too. Like I, I just think emotions run high and in season. And Lowry's gonna be an in, unrestricted free agent. Like and, Lillard has years left on his deal. He's and Lowry's that's way what? more valuable. Thirty five? Exactly. So, um, yeah. So any team would be crazy not to at least ask for THT, like right. unless they're extremely high on Kuzma, which they could be. And the Lakers do have a good pick this year. Number twenty-two is way better than they've had in quite a bit. I mean, so Kyle Kuzma was a what twenty-seventh pick. Yeah. So I I think they've that's a good value there. It's just I I don't know if they have enough to swing for a star. And if they do, it's because a team loves THT which they might Mm -hmm. there might definitely be a team out there that thinks THT you know is worth the max and and is worth a what me maybe more than what me and you think and that could be a bigger trade chip than we think but then it would have to be a sign-in trade so you have right you would have to agree to to exactly we're signing you but we're going to trade you to x team and and that's it same thing with Caruso so people are putting in Caruso into a possible trade package, but it's also the same exact thing. He's an unrestricted free agent. Yeah, it's that, that you can't do that. Yeah. So it's like, no, there's, yeah. So <laughs> it's, uh, the, the easier thing for Rob Pelinka to do is basically run it back. And we've had this conversation on this podcast and the podcast network before is should they, and I don't know if, if you agree, but I think the easy answer is yes. Let's try and get as many people as we can back because we were a, a pretty good team before all the injuries came. So the easy answer is to A, run it back. But if you want to get creative and you're trying to aim for a Damian Lillard who seems to be pissed off at Portland for whatever reason, then you're going to have to be very, very creative. Well, I'll, I'll just go back to something you mentioned earlier, like how you how we view THT right now as a role player. And again, that doesn't mean he's going to be a role player forever. That's just where he's at right now. Um how like how hesitant are you to like keep him out of trades or are you like you said this is a short title window with lebron and ad is he just like always on the table or is it Mm -hmm. dependent on the player that's glad you ask for me he's always on the table wow if he is that sought after and i'm i'm strictly saying this because lebron is 36 like that is it like you are going to win you're aiming to win right now right like, that is the goal for the Lakers, is to win right now. You're not coming into the season with Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, and Josh Hart anymore. You're coming in with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, who are going to be, in theory, as healthy as they've been since after the bubble. Like, the goal is to win right now. So, I think that that's THT is always on the table for me as one of, if not my best trade piece. He yeah, is not, I, he's not untouchable for me. He's just not. Because he is a role, he is a role player with potential. He's not a key contributor to a playoff push right now. That's why. So, so like it's it, it'd be hard not to give like a specific player in, in right. comparison. But like like a Ben Simmons. I, I was I gonna thought, ask you. I was gonna ask you. So, what type of caliber of a player does that 
does that start does with? that get you i don't know no, See, not, that's well, the, well uh, not just that's that the... not just that but like what type of player are you like saying no i'll just keep tht like i'm not putting him on the table right. for this type of player does it have to be an all-star or what if it's like a starter in return like i think still that's the him? kind of i mean isn't that the kind of player we're all assuming they're talking about is an all-star it, it would be like a superstar I mean, they they said no to Kyle Lowry, right. who is borderline all star, if not all star. So that's kind so, of like my my floor right there. Okay, so it has to least, be. I'm, I'm I'm working under that assumption. Yes, sure. I'm not, so better than Kyle yeah. Lowry, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we're talking about you know Reggie Jackson, who's killing no, it for the no. Clippers. Then, then He's I, killing it. Yeah, I only ask because I think then I agree with that. Like, if it is for a superstar type player, um then yeah like obviously i think you mm. try to do that especially if it's a guy like if it's a guy like lillard we're not even having this conversation right if it's right. a realistic thing but um and i'm also totally on board with running it with three legit superstars and then whoever else you can fill i am totally on board with that i mean look at brooklyn if they were healthy i think they would have won this year uh right. because i don't think the Lakers can build a team like the Clippers have kind of shown us that they have where it's not just Kawhi and Paul George, like where you have, you know, these other guys that are consistently contributing in the playoffs. Like they have like a legit roster. I don't know if the Lakers are able to do that on free agency right now. Yeah. They don't have the resources. They don't have the resources. So I think if you go in and you're like, I got to get a third superstar and that's who we're rolling with and we'll fill in, we'll plug in, we'll, you know, we'll plug in and we'll just go with that. I'm cool with that. Cause that means you're going all in right now. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, I agree. I, I, again, if it's for a superstar and I know, we're, I think, I think it kind of kills two birds with one stone type thing where if you get another superstar in now, you obviously increase that title window and it gives you a better shot this year, next year. But I think it also, especially if they have years left on their contract, like a Lillard, hypothetically, then that just sets you up with AD going forward with another star already mm-hmm. on the team. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that'd be great. I just don't know. Again, that that's why this article is so interesting because it's we get two different quotes from executives. One says they'll max out THT if they had the chance, and one says he's a role player. Um, how other t- teams value THT really yeah. will be... That's going to be the linchpin. And but if it's the also Lakers how teams value Kyle Kuzma. It's also how teams value KCP. Sure. Right. And I know it's like, see, we, me and you, have clearly our thoughts because we've talked about those two extensively on this podcast. So we have our thoughts on them. But I think there are executives out there because there's clearly a differing of opinion between an agent and an executive, according to, to mm-hmm. Eric Pincus. But I think that there are there's definitely a team out there that, that grades Kuzma higher and he showed this year not in the playoffs he showed this yeah. year that he's a versatile mm-hmm. player i think kcp when healthy has shown in the last i will say two and a half years that he is a you know formidable three-point shooter so i don't think we can easily or we shouldn't throw away or diminish their no. value as well i think tht's potential is the biggest trade piece right now i don't think it'll get higher because if it if he starts performing, then you're not going to trade him. I think this is as high as his potential will ever be and as high as his trade value will ever be. And that also depends on the contract. I know that. But like 
because if he comes in and you sign him, let's just say the max, let's be crazy. If he comes in and you sign him to the max and and all of a sudden he improves in the off season, he comes in and by January, February, he is a starter, you know, cause who knows what happens with Schroeder and who knows what happens with Caruso. Like, I doubt you trade him at, at that point. If he's performing to a starter level. Yeah, I mean they can roll does the dice. No, yeah, no, no, it does. It, I mean they can roll the dice and and play him. And if he does perform well, maybe they try to sell high at the deadline. I, I don't know. Sure, I'm not sure how likely that is, but it could happen. Uh, but at the same time, if he performs poorly and has he's not on a rookie contract anymore, he obviously looks less attractive. So this off season would be the off season where it kind of makes sense if you're going to trade him. Maybe trade him now. Um, but yeah, I, I also I agree about the Kuz KCP thing as well. And and just to like piggyback on that, they are also on really good team friendly contracts. Like Kuz mm-hmm. at what 13 million, 10, 13 million, like that's easily like starter level, like less than starter level money, really. And he's still only in twenty five and he's made improvements. So yeah, I, I can see a team like Sacramento, like a hypothetical team like them, really liking Kuz and saying like, okay, I can build a trade around Kuz and the first round pick, and you can keep THT. What Zach net us? So I can see the Lakers doing something like that too. Right. Um, by the way, as we were doing this podcast, Silver Screen Roll at Lakers SBN just tweeted out the article for this. One Eastern Conference executive said they'd give Taylor Horn Tucker a max contract, and the replies are expected. <laughs> I mean, the replies are as expected. You know, it's no one agrees. It's just. Well, it like, just that's the thing. Like, that's. That, that's why I meant, like, why is that executive saying that? Uh, like, what purpose, what motive is behind that other mm-hmm. than to either raise up his, his I don't know, hype going into his contract status and hoping the Lakers have to pay more for him? Or, again, it's just potential. Like, you're paying for potential. And I, I, I don't think he gets anywhere near that, really. Right. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens this summer, man. I tell you what, though, it's going to be super – Super interesting because they got a lot of work to do. Whether it's if it is to run it back and try and bring everybody back, then it's going to be you know you, you first of all I think I think it starts with THT and 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 then you go to Caruso who's unrestricted and then you go from there, man. I don't know what's going to happen. I re- I really haven't put too much thought into it either yet because you know this these it's not who we expected to keep playing in the NBA playoffs, but they've been pretty awesome so far. So like there's been a few Lakers, weeks. This Suns Clippers series has been awesome. Yeah, no, no, no. It, and I, I think I was listening to the Zach Lowe podcast, and he mentioned that other teams around the league are looking at Phoenix and saying, you know what? Like, if we just add a piece to our young guys, maybe we can do that. So mm-hmm. I am curious, like, how the offseason does change or looks different because of what Phoenix is doing. I think there's going to be a lot of change. I don't know what that's going to look like, but I'm telling you, I, I don't know how. But I, if I just like put it on my prediction machine hat or my prediction hat right now, I think Lillard bounces. I don't know where. I think the Pelicans are going to look completely different. They that that didn't work. Simmons. Yeah, Simmons is out. I, there's no way you go back after that. No, I there's don't think so. No way you go back after that. Um, Kyle, Kyle Lowry's still out there. Uh, I don't know what happens with Kawhi. Yeah, there's already rumors about. Yeah him not being happy with the medical staff but if he did tear his acl like why would he not opt back in and just kind of collect the check while rehabbing um i mean we'll see what the warriors look like with clay and stuff i i don't know i think this could be a very interesting summer like always 
Hashtag this league, man. Are, are you are you expecting, like, it's been a few weeks now. Where are you at in terms of what the Lakers do? Do you think we're more likely to make a trade or less likely now? You know, I I felt like Palinka kind of tipped his hand when he said our priority is to sign the guys that we do have here yeah. right now. Um, but, like, you have to say that, kind of. You have to say that, but... Do you? <laughs> I, well, I mean, the th- <laughs> like you couldn't. Even, he's just been like, "Yeah, we're gonna explore all our options." Yeah, that's true. Like that's a very easy cop out answer. That is not saying our priority is to bring back all the guys. That's why I say I think he <laughs> tipped his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's still the the safe route. I, I think, and I, I honestly, that could be the right direction to go. Like that team was good when they were healthy, and you don't make a trade just to make a trade. But I do, I do wonder, like, as more stars kind of like hit the market like i wonder if palinka is kind of like hey like all right let's just let's just kick the tires and try to see what we can do and i don't know i i i wouldn't be shocked if there's a trade i think before i, I would have been but now i'm not okay. not so much well plenty of time for that we'll see what happens um we will see what happens i mean the celtics are gonna look like they're changing everything too you know obviously they already did with the head coach in the front office so, <laughs> I don't know, man. It'll be. I don't even know who's gonna win the NBA Finals. Like, I could right now. I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if any of these four teams win the no. NBA Finals. Yeah, me neither. Even the Clippers, who are still at this moment down three to two, heading back to Staples. I wouldn't be surprised if they win two more games against the Suns because every single game has been super close. Yeah, we're, it's been fun. It's we're been fun. One alley oop away from the Clippers being oh, up three to two. Oh my god, so good. And, and like, they don't have Kawhi. That, yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, as much as we like to make fun of Paul George, like he's been he's been incredible for yeah. for th- almost this entire playoffs. Really, if he made if he made those free th- like the the Clippers could have swept the series. Like if you know, it's just like a bounce here and there, an alley oop here and there. Like every game has been close. It's like the who's battling for like the you know which Paul's gonna choke, Paul George <laughs> or Chris Paul. I, I, I love it. I have loved the playoffs, and I, I'm really excited for the offseason. It's my favorite, like, time of the year. And, like, the Lakers have a draft pick. Like, if they ha- also, they have to make that selection uh, just in terms of the logistical rules. So they, they mm-hmm. will pick someone on draft night. That player might be traded, but they will pick someone. And it's kind of weird seeing them, like, at the combine and stuff like that. I'm not used to seeing the Lakers there anymore or, like, being excited about the draft. So... Who knows? Maybe they run it back and they sign or they draft a guy at 22 and he becomes a star for all we know. Mm-hmm. Man, dude, the NBA draft is just like, you know how like in the NFL, they pretty much almost always nail it like in the first 10 picks. Like the NBA draft to me, it just seems so such like hit or miss sometimes. Yeah. Like it really does, man. Like, like Kawhi was the 15th pick. Kobe was the 13th pick. Kobe was traded on draft night. You know, like there's Jordan didn't go first. That kind of says it all, doesn't it? I, I mean, look at how much success the Lakers have had with their draft picks. Larry Nance Jr., Jordan Clarkson, Zubots, uh, THT. All these guys were late first, second rounders. Josh Hart. And those picks did end up being like like key pieces to a big trade. So, yeah, any picks you can make, good or bad, I think uh, is a good thing for the scouting department. I mean, let's look at the 2018 draft. You have Aiden went first. Marvin Bagley went second, you know, and then Luca third, Jaron Jackson Jr. fourth, and Trey Young fifth. Redo that draft. Yeah. So it's just yeah. <laughs> it's 
So it's crazy. We'll see what happens, but plenty to talk about, which is great for me and you. You know, every this is our first off season with really. I mean, we did the the COVID thing, mm-hmm. so we can get through anything. There was literally nothing happening, <laughs> so we can get through anything. But this has been, and will continue to be, uh, very interesting for the Lakers off season. Uh, I'm Alex Padilla at Alex Padilla eighty six. He's Alex Regla at Alex M Regla, who's also now writing. Alex, where are you writing now? Yeah, I'm writing for Newsbreak. Um, I took the, the last week off just because there hasn't been plenty of direct Laker news, but I, I think probably with more trade rumors and stuff like that, I'll be writing uh, more over there. So, yeah, you could follow me there. Go ahead and check that out, at Alex M. Regla on Twitter. All right, man, this is fun. We'll talk to everybody next week. Go ahead and subscribe, at LakersSBN on Twitter, Spotify, Google, Apple, anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're there, silverscreenroll.com for all of your Laker news. Alex, this is fun, man. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, man.